Well, I hope you like our top action scenes, massive explosions and ruined childhood memories because Michael Bay is co-producing episode 110 of the Action Figure Blues podcast for the week of Wednesday, April 2nd. I'm Eli and with me tonight are... Tom and John. This episode is brought to you by Mike's Comics and Stuff and ActionFigureBlues.com. Tonight, our toy of the week is the DC Direct Metal Men PVC set and we face the next round of the AFB Challenge. Welcome, my friends from the Americas. How are we? Tired. I'm great. You're both tired. It's both early for you, isn't it? Yeah. We got like three quarters of the world covered this this week. Um, I think it's only three continents out of seven, John. Well, but we've got the the north northern hemisphere, the the southern hemisphere, and and Australia and Australia. <laughs> well, because you guys are in the it's southern. A, uh, I think we're on only zone. Yeah. 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 Don't don't uh, rely on action figure blues for geographical reference, please. I'm an engineer, not a geog geographist. Geographer. <laughs> geographist. Cartographer. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Cartographer. Uh, <laughs> well, aside from brushing up on your um, on your geography, what have you been this week, John? Well, I was kind of amused this week on Twitter because um, I got retweeted by somebody, and it was kind of cool because it's actually re- related to the show. Um, Frank Kozik had posted, um, earlier last week, uh, a picture of a, uh, sign and it was talking about radio controlled boats and he says, I think I have a new hobby. So I tweeted at him and he retweeted it and it was, uh, four words, remote control labbit submarine. Oh, yeah. So, uh, he retweeted that. So I thought that was kind of cool because, you know, we, we have a affection for labbits on this show. Yeah, definitely. Even we, though we like, even though one of us does not like the word. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not entirely comfortable with the word, but there's other things in the world that I'm I'm even more uncomfortable with. Yeah, so I, well, I, I, Labbit submarine sounds actually worse, but um <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a pretty cool idea. Yeah, I, I saw that at a at a shop of ill repute. Yeah. No, that was something else. Wouldn't that just be cool though? You mean you'd be you'd be out at the park and you'd just see those ears going through the water, and then all of a sudden the thing would come up. Be awesome. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe. Tom, how are you? As I said, I'm I'm great. I'm 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 really happy to be back on the show, especially because after last time, after the last episode, um, a girl uh, actually contacted me. Uh, through Twitter and, and said that she she listened to the show because um, she's that like that elusive geek girl we always uh, heard about uh, when we were young and uh, she said that I actually uh, sounded kind of hot because of my accent um, <laughs> and, and I, that's really cool. What did your wife think of that? Um, uh, no comment. 
You didn't tell her, did you? <laughs> no, I didn't. Um, but uh, that's that's strange because I, I wasn't even doing my my like my Antonio Banderas accent that, that I can do. Huh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that, that that's great because uh, you know you just have to add a little more s into what you say, and you can you can have like a great accent that that works for for the girls. Wow. Yeah. It's a mix between Antonio Banderas and, and Sean Connery. Yeah, I was just gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Well, I've um I've been traveling a little bit for work, and uh, I was in our, uh, one of our fair cities, Brisbane, for a couple of days, and nothing much excitement other than um, it is the capital of Queensland, which is referred to um, self-proclaimed the Sunshine State. And guess what? It wasn't while I was there. It was two days of sod rain, so I went from one rainy city to the other. But I did manage to um, make a visit to Comics Tetra, which um, Scott often frequents when he's in Brisbane as well. And so I hadn't been there, I think, for it must have been 20 years or something. It would have been one of the last places I bought comics before I took a hiatus from comicting. Oh, wow. Yeah, and um, it was still a good comic shop. I enjoyed it. And the price is better than Sydney because... Things are just generally more expensive in Sydney. Huh. Okay. Well, that's good. That's good. And I'll be going back for work, so that'll be good. I'll, I'll be ducking in there a few more times. Yeah, it's good that you know the places, because, you know, if I went somewhere in here, I wouldn't have a clue. Hmm. Hmm. Indeed. All right. Should so what, what does it mean? Uh, what does it mean? Um, the sunshine state in Australia that the sun tried to kill you too, or? Um, because every, everything tries to kill you in Australia, right? That's like that's the national thing. Um, for what I, I've read on the internet, that's what I get all my information, of course. Um, well, they couldn't and all at the crocodiles. So, so what's the deal? It's like, like super hot or what? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, um, so along the eastern seaboard, the, uh, the main states, uh, Queensland, New South Wales and Victoria. Queensland is the northernmost, so, uh, you're in South America, so you would know the northern, more north it is, warmer it is. Yeah. Uh, so they decide to call themselves the Sunshine State because it's warmer. Hmm. There you go. Okay, but no, no weird sun flares or stuff like that. <laughs> no, uh, you, it, it is hotter, so you would, Get more sunburn, but nothing. No, it's not like there's not like flying radiated crocodiles or anything like that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The snakes ate all them. (laughs) Yeah, you guys have convinced me with your spiders. I'm not coming. (laughs) Yeah. Alrighty, should we get on with some news? Let's do it. We will be right back after a break with articulated news. The Dreaded Beast versus the Savage Hunter. Aliens versus Predator with awesome new Predators. Clan Leader attacks with whipping dreadlocks. And Stalker, glowing in the dark, fires his spear. Suddenly, clipping up his attack, spikes the wild boar alien charges. And the ferocious mother alien in her monstrous hive traps Spike Tail, then covers him in ooze. Ooze will survive. Aliens versus Predator. Queen High Playset comes with mother alien figure and ooze. Other figures sold separately. Before we get to our main features, we start each episode with a bit of news. Articulated news is where we discuss the latest events and announcements in the toy and collectibles world. These are the stories that relate to the things we're interested in and have caught our eye this week. John, you've got the first bit of news, so over to you. 
The first bit of news is a reveal from Lego. Um, they've revealed all 16 of the Simpsons minifigures that are going to be in the blind, blind bag set. Yeah, blind bag set. Um, pretty cool looking set. I These, now that I've seen them all this wave, I'm fairly impressed. Yes, sold. Um, they, they look like Simpsons characters, which was, you know, they've all got sculpted heads, which really makes them look like what they should. And that was one of my worries is that they were just going to have, um, when first announced, they were just going to have like regular Lego heads with Simpsons faces. But these, these really look cool. Um, you know, we got mm. Maggie, Bart, uh, the whole Simpson clan, Itchy, Scratchy, Millhouse, Ralph, uh, Flanders, Grandpa, Wiggum, Nelson, Apu, and Krusty, so. Yeah, I can't actually think of anybody off the top of my head that I'm, I'm missing from that. Uh, you got Carl and Lenny, you got, uh. Yeah, of, of course, the, the, the that's why, like, what, a million characters, but I, for a first series, I think it's, it's pretty, pretty massive. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Maybe Mo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would be. I noticed, yeah, so you're saying they, um, all the sculpted heads. It looks like, uh, all the, um, the bodies are all pretty standard. It looks Ma- Maggie is maybe the only one that's new sculpt. Yeah, maybe. Unless they've done something like that previously. Yeah, and I don't know if they have or not. Mm. Um, the accessories are killer though. I mean, they've really got the right accessories with the right people. Uh, mm. Homer has a donut in a remote. And I want to say Marge looks like she's holding a copy of the Simpsons movie. Maybe. Uh, yeah, maybe. Donut, so. um, it looks like it. Yeah, so I, I just, if I see these, I'm going to have to buy them. I might have to, I might have to splurge and get the whole set this time because they're pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah, I, I, myself, I, I think I'm a little bit over Simpsons merchandise by now. I'm, it happened to me because I, I, I decided uh, some time ago I'm a bit over the Simpsons in general. I, I stopped watching the, the new episodes, uh, and this, this look really cool. And if you're a, a Lego collector, you're gonna love this because the, you you have a, b- a bunch of new accessories and um, and the heads uh, sculpts are great. Yeah, I I am I you know I haven't really collected a lot of Simpsons stuff other than than the figures, but uh, these will draw me out. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm not springing yeah. for the house though. I can tell you that. No, I don't. I don't think the Simpsons blind bags will stay in the shops long. No, I think I, they'll just fly out. I, I think they will too. And speaking of flying, I wonder, like, like Marge her hair is like removable, and you can use it on other Lego characters. Hmm. Hmm. Do- doesn't look uh, like it. No, but that would be cool. That would be cool. <laughs> yeah, I guess that is different with these ones. It doesn't look like there's any of the hair is removable. Even the hats, it all looks like it's sculpted. Yeah, probably because they had to do that anyway. I'm sure they didn't want to make a mold for two or three pieces rather than you know just doing one. So. Mm. Mm. Well, moving on to flying off, um, we are seeing things from our our good friends over at Funko. There, nice I brought, intro, John. I, I brought it back. I brought it. Nice. Back. Yeah. I know, I know you were upset last week. <laughs> and they Conspicuous have, by its absence. They are uh, showing off uh, Magic: The Gathering pop vinyl. 
and these look pretty cool. Um, I'm not a Magic the Gathering fan, but they uh, are showing the Gathering Planeswalker figures, and uh, these would be from the game, obviously, and they look pretty cool. Um, their bodies don't look quite as squat, I don't think, as like some of the Marvel ones, although I guess maybe I'm wrong because some of these it's are hard. girls. Yeah, it's hard to tell. I think mm, they, it might be disguised by the clothing. But they all look uh, like magic-y kind of characters. Um, I'd pronounce their names, but I would screw it up, and then we'd get viewer mail. Um, or yeah, viewer we don't mail. Want- yeah, and we don't want that. I do love the one that, what is it, Chandar Nalar? Looks like she's got, like, steampunk goggles. Oh, yeah. That, that's the thing. I'm, I'm not a Magic the Gathering fan, but the designs on these are really striking to me. Yeah. Yeah, they are very striking. I mean, they would fit in if you had, um, you know, Lord of the Rings pop vinyl. Uh, they would look perfectly natural next to those, I think. Mm. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, though, all the pop vinyl things look good to each other, regardless yeah. of the license. You walk into a shop and see them all together, and it's hard to see where one line's ends, starts and ends. Yeah, no, they do a great job, and um, I, I have no complaints, but they look cool. They look cool. So yeah. if you're Magic the Gathering Ben's going to be happy, I think, because yeah, they oh, yeah. started the numbering again. <laughs> um, so so uh, he's, he's going to agree with that, at least. Um I I know I I'm the same with you, as you I, I don't know any of the characters but um, I in my life I owned one magic card. <laughs> well, that's that's one more than I have. So, <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, they, they they look well done and pretty unique. Yeah. Mm. Well, speaking of unique, um, my next bit of news is an exclusive. And it's two previews, and it is for the bloody black and white Walking Dead Rick and Andrea pack. So this is a comic pack, and I can tell that for a couple reasons, because um, there's a spoiler about Rick that I'm not going to say, but it, it, if you read the comics, you'll know what it is. Um, plus, he's got a beard, which he doesn't in the show, and um, this Andrea looks just badass, kind of, I have to say. Well, I I wish you you said the what's the spoiler before I looked at the picture. Um, I'm sorry. Now I, I have. You've been and, spoiled. Yeah, uh, I kind of knew it anyway. But oh. <laughs> I, I think you guys oh. spoiled it before on the show. Yeah, I, I think <laughs> we have too. Particular piece of information. Yeah, I think there's a, there's a statute of limitations on on when you can spoil things. Yeah. Well. Yeah. This is this is like old spoilers, right? Old spoilers. So. We should have a, we should start a website or a podcast called Old Spoilers. That would, um, yeah, I like that. Yeah. It's going to be great. <laughs> um, like, um, Batman. The Tyrannosaurus, uh, saves the day in Jurassic Park and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> I was going to finish that tonight. Oh, come on. You have like, like the, the, the ninja Tyrannosaurus in Jurassic Park that you heard all the, all the way in the, in the entire movie and the last scene, uh, you have like this Deus Ex Machina thing that the, the Tyrannosaurus appears in, inside a building. Yeah, but I loved it. <laughs> yeah, uh, we all did. <laughs> I, I just, I, I, my favorite part's when he grabs the one off his back, but you know, uh, or her back. I guess it's her. <laughs> anyway, if you're anyway. if you're a Walking Dead fan um, of the comics, I'm sure you'll love this pack. But like I said, the Andrea looks badass. Um, 
they're black and white, and then they have splashes of bright red on them. The old blood splatter. It's okay. It's not for me. <laughs> Tom, what have you got for us? Yeah, um, I've got a Saruman premium format figure. Uh, this is from Sideshow, um, and I I think well, if you don't have enough Christopher Lee stuff in your collection, you're really going to want this one, especially if you're a Lord of the Rings fan. Um, looks really cool. Um, it's well, it's well, basically what you can expect for a Saruman figure. Looks like him. Um, the and it's a premium format, so the the clothes is fabric, right? I think so. Yeah, I was just wondering the same same thing, but uh, it must be. Look, looks like it. Yeah, it definitely looks like it. Yeah. I, I um, if it's if it's not fabric, then it's amazing sculpting work. E- even if it is fabric, it has these extra little details on it that are pretty wild because it's got like little. Uh, I guess it would be embroidery probably on the actual costume, but mm. it looks like maybe they sculpted elements and applied them, you know, to the, to the robe and he's got the little frogs for the, the closures and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty phenomenal. And it looks like that Palantiri lights up. Is that what it is? Palantiri? The Palantir? The eye? Yeah, the eye of Palantir. And the, yeah, this looks great. They, they have a, I guess, a swap out hand for the exclusive, I think. And it's going to cost four hundred bucks. Mm. If you were a Lord of the Rings fan, that that would be a good a good buy, though. I think. I think so. Yeah, I like it. Hmm. I'm sure plenty of people will buy it. Yeah, I'm sure. Hey, actually, um, it's not only just Lord of the Rings because now uh, he's on the Hobbit for some reason too. You're just spoiling everything tonight. <laughs> hey, you are old spoilers. Hey, <laughs> the first Hobbit movie was when? <laughs> the, fir- the first Hobbit movie was like yeah, was a year and a half ago, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Old spoiler alert. I still have more. You can complain for a year and a half old movie. <laughs> okay, I won't complain. <laughs> I might. Okay, Even next. <laughs> um, Medicom. Reveals the Amazing Spider-Man 2 Deluxe Edition Mayfix action figure. Mm. Yeah, um, I think, go ahead. I'm sorry. I no, no. What? I think we've talked about the regular edition. I don't, we'd seen the Deluxe Edition. Yeah, and I don't think we'd seen some of the details on this previously. So what makes it uh, Deluxe? The accessory? I, I believe so. so. Yeah. Yeah, this looks... Um, Super articulated, um, and the accessories are kind of cool. Um, but I don't like the ball joints in the, um, in the hips. It's, it reminds me of Marvel Legends and why I don't like Marvel Legends. Boy, it's a good thing Ben's not here. <laughs> I, I talked about it, about this with him. Uh, we're cool. <laughs> what? But no, I don't like the, um, the the extra um, articulation for me is not always better, especially if it makes him look like that. 
Mm. I think that's their their intention is for the extra articulation, and, and they've gone like these. These have got magnets on their hands and feet as well, so you can actually stick them to, yeah. to your fridge or or to the. There's a wall that comes with it, a magnetic wall with this deluxe version. So their intention is that you are going to pose it in some pretty wild positions. Yeah. That's the, the the idea of the magnets in, in the hands and feet. Uh, and that's actually what I think is kind of off-putting visually is the ones in the hands. Mm. Is they look like Iron Man repulsors, even the ones yeah. on the feet to me. Yeah, they swap out though, so you you you, did, you don't have to use them if you're not going to um, yeah. attach them to something. Are they swapped out? Because I don't see another set of hands in there. There's pictures of um, clenched um, with clenched hands. Yeah, and him holding holding stuff. That, yeah, that, yeah, there is. So I so I, expect, I suspect there's at least three sets of hands, including the um, the magnet ones. Yeah. Huh. Well, the poses. I think he only has a magnet in in one hand. Well, that'd be okay. I do like I the think. little. Um, they obviously have an unmasked version of him in this, and. Uh, I do like the mask that he's holding. Hmm. I think that's yeah, kind that, of a clever. That's done well. Still not hmm. a fan of the fire helmet. <laughs> Come on! At least they've got a picture of it of it with him, with it on him, his head in this one. Yeah. Well, it looks better than some of the versions of him I've seen with it, but uh, yeah, I still don't like it. <laughs> yeah, but if you like it, yeah, no paperback. No paperback. No, no paperback. Yeah. Come on. Uh, for eighty-six dollars, uh, at least I expect a paperback head. <laughs> I could see that. There you go. You can corner the aftermarket. <laughs> you can make miniature paper bags. I think um, if you like accessories, though, and and you do want to pay the amount that this will cost, uh, it's it, it's it'll be right up your alley. Yeah, the wall's cool. Hmm. Hmm. Moving yeah. on. Yeah. Moving on. Um, more superhero figures. Um, Play Art Sky uh, is releasing released uh, pictures of colored versions of Batman and Deathstroke for Arkham Origins. So, do we really need more figures <laughs> of video game Batman? And Apparently so. Apparently so. Yeah, we saw these at um, Toy Fair. Uh, but black and white prototype versions. So these are the updated color versions. And if they're your sort of thing, they're definitely very good. Yeah, if you're, if you're a fan of the game, they, they look great. Um, especially Deathstroke, I think. Um, the, the use of metallic paints and, and the accessories he has are pretty cool. I think I actually like the Batman a lot more than I was expecting. I think um, it's kind of an Elseworlds Batman, unlike a lot of the video game ones that are, that I've seen, figures that have been released, released for the video games. I think this one's a little bit special in its own right. You know, the, the more and more I see an armored Batman, the more and more I like it. Mm. Yeah, you were saying that recently. Yeah, I, I just but even this one, I'm looking at it and I'm like, well, it just makes sense to me, you know. He's a dude. He's not a superhero. He's a dude. The cape doesn't make sense with this one, though. Uh, yeah, and I don't know if they've tried to do something... It's like mm. they've tried to blend it to where it's almost articulated or something, because he's got the piece around his neck, and then 
Yeah. Behind it. it almost looks like the cape's metallic. Yeah. Metallic capes. That's something we could get in on. Hmm. You don't have one? No, no. Uh, they're a little bit pricey. That's my weekend cape. But I wouldn't wear that to work. <laughs> it's my town cape. Yeah. My out and about cape, yeah. <laughs> they look very cool, though. Well, stepping from articulated Batman, what do you got for us? Well, uh, more movie stuff, uh, related stuff. So um, we've got uh, the next um, SH Monster Arts Godzilla figure. So they've been doing a few of these. Uh, this one is Godzilla Heisei, I believe it would be pronounced. And it's based on the movie Godzilla vs. Destroyer. Destroyer. Destroyer, yeah. You sure? It's not yeah. Destroyer? I thought Destroyer. it was Destroyer. Yeah, it sounds the same, doesn't it? Anyway, it's, um, it's, it's Godzilla. It's probably the, how you would pronounce that Destroyer in Japanese. Mm. Some, like a phonetic. Mm. Yeah. Um, so it's... Uh, it's around seven inches tall. Um, it'll probably set you back sixty, seventy dollars. Uh, and it's extremely poseable, and it's got um, the accessories that come with it. It's got the um, fire breathing uh, element with its own stand. <laughs> it's funny when fire breathing comes with its own stand, but at least they've thought of that, which is good. Um, these all these all look fantastic, um, and. For those who are collecting these monster art stuff, um, there's another one for you. Ben may be interested. I love the fact yeah. that he looks like a dude in a suit somewhat and not, yeah. you know, not that sculpted. Hey, we're going to really sculpt him like he was a monster. <laughs> I, I think that's, that's perfect because then he looks like he does on the screen. Going back yeah. to that, uh, that discussion we had. True mm. source discussion. Yeah. I am. Um, I'm actually looking. Also, I, I like the, the the fact that this the stand for the fire breathing is on fire, coming from a pit of fire. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually looking forward to the new Godzilla movie. I think it's shaping up to actually be decent. I think so too. I don't want to get my hopes really high <laughs> about <laughs> Godzilla. No. After after well, you know what. Um, but, um, yeah, looks like the, the director actually did his, his own work mm. with this one. Yeah. Um, in other movie-based monsters, um, also Kaiju, Godzilla's Kaiju, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah sure. So this, um, uh, NECA's next, um, Pacific Rim Kaiju, uh, has, we've seen some new images for. Uh, it is the Deluxe Kaiju Scanner figure. So this is from, this is the, the largest of the, um, referred to as the Category 4 Kaiju in the movie. Um, it was pretty massive, I believe. And I think these figures are, I believe this is like the 7 inch scale figure. Um, it doesn't actually say in this uh, news item that we've got. Uh, very, very cool looking though. Uh, lots of detail, bendable tail, and tons, tons of detail. No, it says that. It does say that. Yeah, and he's wow. got four arms. I, I didn't know that one had four arms. He's got little arms and big arms. Yeah. He's, he's yeah, a- I, I, I kind of, I am a bit of a blur which kaiju is which in Pacific. Yes, that's so realistic and, you know. He's got to be one of the underwater ones, I'm thinking. 
Oh crap, I probably just spoiled that now. <laughs> Old spoiler alert. Old spoilers. Um, is he, or is he one of the, the end? Oh, they were underwater, weren't yeah. they? The end. Yeah. yeah. Spoilers. Yeah, I think, I think it's one of those, but, um, I have to rewatch the, the movie to, <laughs> to find out Justin, which one is. Justin, which one's this? Yeah. Not answering. <laughs> um, last bit of news for me is the next SH Figure Arts, uh, Dragon Ball figure. Uh, so this is Android 17. I know nothing about this. Um, but, uh, I believe it's the twin of another character called Android 18, which sounds like it was released before 17. Uh, don't understand that. But there you go. Because it's more popular. Mm, probably. Yeah. So, um, this is uh, standard figure art stuff. Very cool looking figure for what it is. Um, and I imagine Adam will probably be interested in this, um, especially if he's got 18. He couldn't have 18 without 17, right? I don't know that he's yep. as caught up in numbering. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, he was talking about 8 and 2 and all that stuff, surely. No, he wasn't really across that, was he? That Old, old oh. spoiler alert, sorry. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> I love that um, rip in the jeans. Yeah, it's cool. I love the way that's done. It's very well stylized with the rest of the look. Yeah, it looks, uh, their stuff always looks so stunning, you know. Mm. Clean. Yeah, yeah. I think they, they do a great job. And, um, if it was a little bit cheaper and they made more things from licenses that I was into, then yeah, mm. I, would, I would be spending the money. But yeah, they got, it's got the usual stuff with the interchangeable gear. Um, so three optional faces, a pair of folded arms, interesting, alternate hair pieces for different sort of action poses. So you've got hair for while he's standing and then you've got hair for while he's charging. Um, that's pretty cool detail yeah. that give you different hair for different poses. And yeah, my problem with these figures uh, is that I see all these action poses and, and they look amazing, but I feel that if, if I get this, I, I'd never be able to replicate those poses. No, uh, maybe. No, but they, they are pretty, pretty, um, they are pretty good to do that stuff with. But you need stands. Yeah. Cool. Because you got to stand in the place where you stand. Yes. <laughs> 80s song reference there for you. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Old spoilers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It, and now I've got the song in my head, and yeah, you're welcome. Like I didn't like that song. Oh, I'm sorry. D- didn't really like the band. Sorry. That's the only song I like by him. Uh, believe that's news. Well, let's wrap her up. Then. Why don't we have a break and um, come back, and you can tell us um, that game that you do. Yeah, let's do that. Cool. After the break, we'll be back with name that. Well, now it's time for everybody's favourite podcast game, Name That. Our good friend John, a.k.a. Engineer Nerd, from TVandFilmToys.com, presents us with an action figure sound, and the aim of the game is to guess where it's from. So, over to you, John. Well, the guessing has been a little sparse on this one. I may have finally stumped some people, including the infamous Eddie. Ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he made a guess, and finally. it was uh, incorrect, which 
I was actually shocked. I, it was a good thing I was sitting down. So, um, I, I thought he had it, but he didn't. So let's. Well, his, guess, his guesses were better than anybody else's, right? Well, that is true. Mm. Was um, it mask? Well, no. We got. Let's let's listen to it first. <sighs> we'll listen to it right here. It's new for your kids. Laser lights. Laser lights. Okay, now you can make your guess. Centurions. Ooh, no. I'm gonna say mask. And it's not mask. <laughs> this is, this is the Black Star, um, figure line for that short-lived one season, 1981 to 1982 animated series. Right. So, yeah, he had a dragon thing. He were kind of like a Conan looking guy. So. Uh, yeah, vaguely remember. Yeah. Yep. yep. Looks like a He-Man knockoff figure. Yeah, kind of, kind of. Yeah. yeah. So there, there you go. Wow. Yeah. I don't remember about this, but oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't called Blackstar in in Argentina. I, I can't remember the name though. Huh. Uh-uh. I'll have to look for it. So there you go. If you're a fan of '80s animation, you will uh, you will appreciate that one. So, and if you're not, I'll tell you what. We'll put something new here that is an 80s animation. We'll put it right here. You can control energy. Vehicles light up at your touch. When the last humans take to their ships and power up as they attempt to escape the evil. And you guys always like to listen to these twice, so uh, we'll put it in one more time. You can control energy. Vehicles light up at your touch. When the last humans take to their ships and power up as they attempt to escape the evil. Well, if you guys think you know what that is, here's what I want you to do. You come on over to afbforum.com. That's afbforum.com. And you make a guess like Eddie and um, everybody else. And if you get a guess right, you get points. And if you get points, you can uh, do something with them. Redeem them for stuff. Yes. I think we're giving away coffee at the uh, AFB Tower uh, coffee shop this week. Yeah. We traded in for that. Which, which is good. But, um, points can only be redeemed in person. That's true. That is true. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, come on over, get some points because, and then while you're there, you know what? Look around the forum because it's one of the friendliest forums on the web for toy collectors. I have to say. <laughs> it's alright. Yeah, well, we're all there and, uh, guys will enjoy it if you're not there. But if you don't want to do that and you don't like the audio thing, but you're listening to a podcast, so I'm sure you do, um, come on <laughs> over to tvnfilmtoys.com on Tuesdays and Thursdays and you can play the picture version, which I've been stumping people over there to for a while now. So um, it's been cool. So come on. Yeah, over. last time I guessed one correctly, so I think it was in the five. Oh. <laughs> Hold spoilers. I don't even know if I was doing it in 2005, was I? I might have been. Keep the, keep the illusion. Somebody asked alive. me how, how long I've been, been doing the website and I really don't even know. <laughs> I, I really don't. I don't know how long I've had it. So I should figure that out one of these days. Yeah. And then you'll forget until the next time somebody asks. No, probably. I should write those things uh, down. I'm ready. <laughs> uh, 
All right. Well, let's give you uh, let's give you a break, old man. And uh, yeah. after yeah. after the break, after the break. Hey, Tom, can you do toy of the week next uh, after the break? Uh, yeah, I can find something. All right. Well, let's do that. We'll be back for toy of the week. time for this week's Toy of the Week. Each episode, we take turns looking at one toy or collectible in detail. These might be new releases, or we might talk about a favourite or bizarre item from our collection. This week, Tom has Toy of the Week, so over to you, Tom. Thanks. Um, as you may remember from my last time on the show, uh, it's a bit difficult for me to get um, stuff uh, from outside Argentina right now. Um, so I... I actually have nothing new uh, to to review, um, but uh, Toy Collector is uh, Toy Collector, and s- stuff like international politics and stuff like that doesn't um, stop us, right? So right. <laughs> I went the last week to a park sale that's... Um, we have those in Argentina. I don't know if you have them uh, over there. Um, sometimes in, in uh, probably in the weekends, Sundays, it's like a flea market uh, specific for toys or comics or um, uh, stamps or what in different parts uh, around the city. And you can sometimes find um, some old stuff, some cool stuff too. Mostly um, Happy Meal toys and stuff like that. So I I went to one, um, wasn't expecting to find anything, and I almost uh, well I, I almost fell down when I saw the, the Metal Man PVC set from DC Direct, a mint in box in one of these park sales. Um, I had to get it because I love the Metal Man and uh, this is really cool. It's from actually this is like the prehistory of toy collecting. It's um, from collectibles uh, specific companies. Um, it's from 2001 um, and it's a seven piece PVC set with all the Metal Man and Doc Magnus and I really like it. Let's see. Um, I have it here. The box is uh, a big window box. Uh, It's collector friendly. You can open it up, take out the trade, and and pick them up fairly easy. Um, You have to be a little bit careful with tin because uh, uh, he might break. I actually thought I I broke it when when I take it when I took it out. uh, actually, well, this is uh, the tiny PVC sets this is regular was doing back in the day. Um, 
They're like the size of an, an eagle moss figurine, more or less, for comparison. And they, they're pretty well done. They, they all have like these round black bases that you can take it out. Um, you have the, the six metal man and there are some interesting choices here that, um, not all the metal men are painted the same. Some of them have metallic paints. Some of them are more opaque. And these look pretty good. Um, the sculpts are, they vary. They, they have some great sculpts. My favorites are, uh, Iron and Mercury and Doc Magnus is, a, it's an amazing sculpt. Uh, it's pretty tiny, but, but it's really well sculpted. And some of the other sculpts are not as great. Um, gold specifically is um, kind of bland. But if you want to have like a, a little display of the metal man and you can't get the, the Mattel ones because, um, some of them were from exclusive waves, uh, gold specifically and lead was hard to get and platinum and tin were hard to get. This might be a, a good choice. Mm. Paint wise, uh, you don't have uh, a lot of of paintwork with this because basically the metal men have one color uh, with black for the for the emblems and the chest and forehead. But they painted the eyebrows and then paint, they painted the, the eyes and the paint work in Doc Magnus is great. Um, so the the only problem I see with these sets is actually. They have a little problem with the scale. That's not really surprising for this direct. But uh, basically, uh, all the middlemen are shorter than Dog Magnus, and they don't look particularly in scale between them. Um, but it's not something that it's terribly um, uh, annoying. Uh, lead could be could have been a little bit bigger. And iron could have been a little bit taller, so as gold. Um, but other than that, it's, um, it's a pretty great set. Hmm. Yeah, I was noticing lead and iron were looking quite small compared to the rest. It stands, stands out a little bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it does. But lead really wasn't, uh, if I remember the comics right, lead was a, a little bit bigger, but not like, that massive as uh, Mattel did the, with the oversized figure. Uh, tin is smaller. That's that's cool. Mm. But actually, the um, the tallest metal man is Mercury, and I always picture more like iron gold being taller than Mercury. Mm. So b- besides that, I as for dollar rating, I, I mean. I I really like uh, all these uh, figures. Um, I'm going to take one point for the scale things. Um, I'm going to take one point for the mo the most bland of the sculpts are gold and probably platinum doesn't look as cute as she should. Um, but. Yeah, if you don't have a robot fetish like I do, then you're not, mm. you don't get what I'm saying. But if you do, and I think you do, um, 
then you're going to understand. And I, yeah, the, that's, uh, let's see, what else? Well, I am going to say half a, another half a point because of the bases. The bases are like really generic and round and maybe they could have done something with the bases to, to make them uh, work together for a display. Mm. But other than that, I, think this is really cool and I I really like the Metal Man. I own a copy of Metal Man 168, I think. And because I, I really like the the goofiness of the of the Silver Age ideas. And this is a great representation of that. How, so yeah. How, how are you gonna display do you think? Um I'm probably going to display them in front of my uh, Metal Man 1. Oh, that's a cool idea. Because, yeah, I've been trying to do that for, for, for some time now. I have some, some old comic books and I'm trying to uh, do this display idea where, where I put the, the old comic and a, a toy in front of around it. Um, and the, I, I wanted to do it with the Mattel Metal Man, but they are really big and you kinda, kinda, they block the, the comic. Mm. Yeah. So, I may try to do it with this. Um. Yeah, I like that idea of having, having figures, um, in the context of, of the book. I've done that with a couple of my displays, like with my turtles and the, um, the new collections uh, of the original comics. Well, that's cool. It, yeah, that, that's because cool. you know that's, that's you, you don't have the the original comic, right? No, no, no. Just the um, the recent IDW um, black and white collections they did of the uh, Laird and Eastman comics. Oh yeah, yeah, that's cool. Um, so yeah, if if I take two points and have points for the basis, it's um, seven and a half dollars for me. Mm-hmm. Guess it's not bad overall. Yeah, no. I really would love, uh, would have liked this direct to keep doing this, like this PVC unarticulated uh, sets, um, because some of them are, are really cool, and I I think they did they like a Justice Society one, mm. and they actually had like a an old red tornado with the um, with the pot on her head. Oh, the, is it my uncle or something like yeah. that? Yeah. It's, it's my uncle. That's Red Tornado. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they have, they have really done, cool. some, done some good ones. I think the, um, the Teen Titan ones from memory was pretty cool as well. Yeah. I think there's uh, also a Green Lantern one and stuff like that. I, I, I really would have liked that, uh, this year kept this up as well. Um, this used to cost 40 bucks in 2001. Um, I actually paid uh, the equivalent of 25. Nice. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> that's why I had to get it right away. <laughs> Stop asking questions. Just here's my money. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for that, Tom. Uh, that wraps up Toy of the Week. When we come back, we are going to talk about the new items that we've added to our collections this week. WWF action figures. You ready to crunch somebody's bones? I knew that you were. How's it going, Benza? You little punk. Hey, wait just a minute. 
in the Iron Rungs, featuring Stone Cold 316, only at Target. Because Stone Cold said so. Well, we're all here because we collect, so Feeding the Addiction is where we take time to check in with each other and discuss any new acquisitions or pre-orders we've made. John, what have you picked up this week? I uh, was at Toys R Us, and I was looking... I don't remember what I was looking for. I was looking for something in particular, and they didn't have it, but they had uh, Tomb Raider Minimates from the last game, and uh, I love Laura Croft, so I had to pick some of those up. And I actually bought the... The battle damage set, which has her, um, you know, in her latest outfit, but she's got like a bandage on her arm and she's got cuts and stuff on her. So, um, that one, and then it has an armored, uh, scavenger type guy. And I haven't played that game yet, so I can't tell you what, what exactly he is, but he came with a big metal shield. So I was like, eh, that's cool. <laughs> so that was my entire pickup. Too many mates. Uh. Well, I haven't actually um, acquired anything, but I have ordered, uh, bought something on eBay, which I'm awaiting delivery of, and that is um, a set of Nika in, you know, air quotes, um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Now, the the reason I say that is because they um, have got different coloured masks on them, and uh, as we probably, none of us recall that actually coming out as a variant with these figures. Um, there was a black and white variant, um, but the main uh, turtles that came out were all red masks. So it looks like um, there's bootlegs going around from the original moulds of these figures, and it's even packaged um, in the same uh, tube packaging that they did um, for these. So they're... Um, Pretty confident in their bootlegs, but they look pretty cool. And the reports I've heard is they are, yeah, they're pretty good quality for being bootlegs. So I'm looking forward to receiving these. It looks like they might have a little bit more of a brighter skin tone as well, a la the, um, the animate turtles style. So. Hmm. Yeah, this is really weird because I think you're right. I think that they have like lighter skin tone, mm. but, uh, um, it, the, the actual, they went to, to do the, the same packaging and, mm. with, are we sure this is not like a, like an, some sort of inside bootleg, uh, a marketing campaign from NECA or something like that? Oh, God. Cause they look just like him. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah, I don't, I think it's just the original, um, molds that somebody's picked up. I don't think that, that NECA have anything to do with it based on the conversation we've had with them in that, um, they just couldn't, um, justify making them anymore. So I don't know. Well, don't know, but I'll, I'll they, be happy to get a set. Didn't Playmates say they didn't want them to produce more? Well, didn't that how that went? It was around the same time um, that they were they had prototypes for Shredder and the Foot Soldiers that um, Playmates reacquired. Was it did Playmates reacquire or Nickelodeon uh, acquired the license or something like that? Well, yeah, and they were going to start yeah, up the new animated. The, sorry, what? They were going to start up the new animated series, mm. probably, and they probably realized, oh, okay, we don't want them doing them. I wonder if these maybe existed before that point, and it's hard to know. It looks like they're just appearing. They've started appearing in like the last six months or so, uh, from some of the research I did. Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe they've been hidden hidden in a warehouse. Maybe. 
I think somebody's saying the um, the the joints are, are slightly different. The plastrons is that the little pegs? I don't know, it's, but they're hard plastic, so they're um, and not as flexible. And so they might not be as poseable. So I'll find out and report. We'll look forward no, to that. They look way better than the the movie ones, anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we almost got through without talking about them. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Well, you started it. Yeah, I know. I did start it, didn't I? Yeah. Anyway, hopefully, um, what would be really cool is if there were molds that existed for the foot soldiers and the um, and shredder prototypes. That would be. Yeah. Yeah. That's wishful thinking. Yeah. What about you, Tom? Well, you... for me, I picked up the the what I talked about in in Inter of the week, the the Metal Man PVC set. And, uh, well, actually, um, last Saturday it was uh, Hellboy Day. You may be aware of that. I'm sure you are. Um, th- this is the, like the international, if you're not aware of that, the people listening. Um, this is like the international um, uh, event Mike Mignola put together for the 20 years of Hellboy. And Argentina was one of the places where local artists and and uh, a comic shop uh, put together like an exhibition of Hellboy art and it was really cool uh, they had uh, originals by Mike Mignola and some really cool originals from artists here in Argentina and I couldn't help myself and I ended up buying one of the original paintings and Yes, I saw a picture of that on Twitter. It was a very lovely piece. I missed that. Yeah. I missed that. (laughs) It's from an artist called Pedro Mancini that's actually um, an amazing artist. Uh, Usually makes um, really dark scenes and something really freaky. And his style worked so good with uh, a Hellboy thing that I had to get it. Mm. Very nice. And so that's um, a standard 11-inch by 17-inch board, is it? Yeah, it is. Cool. So it's going to be framed uh, in the next couple of days, and I have to decide where I'm going to, to hang it. Mm. Very Cool. So we're pretty light on this week, but um, there's a couple of interesting pieces there. Now, now I want Hellboy art. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, there, there, there'd be a lot flying around now after Hellboy Day. There were so many artists getting in on that. Um, yeah. Me and um, my my local friend, Tom, we went over to a, a local comic shop and he, he bought a couple. But the, the weird thing was is they had all their stuff in a case. So you almost had to ask him to take it out. Um, but he got in on a drawing, and I don't know if they announced a winner or not yet, but it was for a uh, a Hellboy Key, one of those, uh, you know, I'm trying to think who did them, the stylized vinyl figures. Normally they're the little ones like the Bear Bricks. Yeah. Um, 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 but this one was like a three or four up version of Hellboy. So um, really cool. I, I, I should have bought something and got in on that, but I didn't. Mm. Well, that's bad. You missed out. I know. 
How are in Australia? Do you know anyone who got anything in Hellboy Day in Australia? Uh, no, I didn't see anything uh, reported here. Um, specifically, no. I saw the pictures of your um, your Hellboy Day thing. I was like, oh, that's that's more than we're doing here. It actually surprised me that uh, we, we were doing it uh, here and actually only knew about it by, by chance. Yeah. Because it, I didn't usually go to that particular comic shop. Mm. Um, because as, as one, one of my friends called this, it was, it's like a, a hipster comic job. Um, <laughs> doesn't, doesn't carry superheroes, uh, so it's more like indie stuff. And, um, I actually, a lot of the people that were there had no idea who Hellboy was. Yeah, I think I know um, the type of shop you're talking about. I went to one when I was in Helsinki a couple of years ago and I went into this shop and was like, there is absolutely nothing here that, that, um, has anything to do with superheroes whatsoever. And, uh, yeah. And I had my son with me, so there wasn't much point us being there. We walked back out. <laughs> So I, I actually caught a, a conversation between um, two girls and a guy that were discussing if BPRD were the um, like the X Men or the Justice League in the Hellboy universe. Uh, yeah. Did you join the conversation or you just let them have that one? No, no. <laughs> I, I I walked away. <laughs> just let them ponder that for the rest of their lives. Oh yeah. Alrighty, well, if nobody has anything else to report, it's time to award another red card to something or someone in the toy universe. What is this bizarro world? Well, red carded is a chance to poke fun at the what the fuck moments in our hobby, be they unusual announcements, a complete fail action figure, or even worse. And handing the penalty out this week is John. John, what have you got for us? Well, you know, basically we save this segment for things that are pieces of crap, and literally this week we have crap because I was going through the local aisle in Walmart and came across an end cap display for something called Pudo. That's right. It's- <laughs> Pudo, and uh, essentially it's some brown uh, Play-Doh-like substance, and it proclaims largely on the front of the package, make your own poo. Um, but they didn't stop there, because they uh, they give you a mold to make your own little turd. So um, I just, I don't even, I, the, the, the jokes write themselves here, but uh, it also proclaims in... Big letters on the package. Looks like the real thing and smells much better. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, this is this is great. This is great. The kids will love this. You know, I've been back to that Walmart since, and I don't think they've sold one of them. Oh, really? Yeah. I was having a quick look at the company who makes this, Prankstar, and they also make a fart piano. Hmm. Yeah. Nice. Well, yeah. I, 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 this one just baffles me. A, a fart piano? Yeah, yeah, it, it plays fart sounds. The ship it international? <laughs> Not to Argentina, of course. Oh. <laughs> when I, you you uh, needed some new ideas for the next season, didn't you? 
Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, the thing that baffles me is not actually they're selling um, something that to, to make fake cool with, but uh, because that existed for, for a lot of time. Uh, but the, what baffles me actually is that we we all had a, had like Play-Doh when we were kids, and we all did. Uh, uh, we, we got the the brown Play-Doh, and we. we we could make our own pool without the mold. I, you yeah. don't really need the mold. The mold, the mold is so disturbing. I, um, it, it's basically getting the play-doh and, and, and putting it in pool shape, which is not really that hard. So, why <laughs> do you need the mold? Uh, that's a lot of packaging for a poo mold. Yeah. Um, I, I, yeah, I just saw it and I was like, really? You know, it's one of those things that you almost want to buy just to say hey look Proof at this. that it exists yeah yeah <laughs> how much how much was it it was like four dollars i think oh you should totally get it <laughs> well you see the problem is i have dogs and that's probably about the size and shape of our dog poo so just disturbing oh, oh dear yeah yeah, yeah Alrighty. I, you know the thing is if i left it somewhere a dog would get blamed for it and beat <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so you basically you, you don't buy it because you can get it for free yeah, pretty much. from your dogs. That's yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, pretty much. Oh. You can just buy some plastic spray. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, after that well-deserved uh, red card, uh, we'll be back for the next round of the AFB challenge. Dun dun dun. Well, it's been a long time, but we're bringing back a fan favorite in the AFB Challenge. And if you guys don't remember how this is played, this is our of the classic game show Jeopardy. Um, and our lucky contestants tonight are Tom and Eli, and they're going to go head-to-head and see who comes out on top. And gentlemen, are you prepared? No. And I, and I already... No. Yep, I can, I can hear the nervousness in your voice. Um... Before we get started, we gotta have a little housekeeping thing here. Um, we need to have some, some buzzer sounds. So, Eli, what were you thinking for your buzzer sound? I, I'm not feeling very creative here, so I'm just gonna, um, I'm gonna steal ding, ding, ding. Okay. And, uh, Tom, what, what would you like to use for your buzzer sound? I think I'm gonna go meta and just say buzzer. Oh, Ooh. that's clever. I like that. So. All right, you guys know how this works probably, but uh, we've got four categories with 100 $200, and $300 questions. If you get the question right, you get the money. If you get it wrong, you lose the money. And then at the end, we'll have a, a final question at the very end. So if we're ready to go, we will um, tell you the categories, and they are Name the Blocks, where I'll give you a, a toy line that's of building blocks, and you tell me what the company is, AFB the podcast, vintage cartoons, and grab bag. What's okay. AFB the podcast? I don't know. Oh. I've never heard of it before. I don't know. So those are questions related to the podcast. Okay. So. So we're not doing the, the form of a question crap, no, are no, we? No, don't have to do that. I'm, I'm, I won't subject you to that. 
Hey, what you done and what you don't get is that most of the time I, I'm I'm guest starring on the show. Um, I half of the things you're saying I'm just like nodding and smiling because I don't understand you. So um, <laughs> you, I at least I have a, a great excuse, and if I don't get what you're saying, I'm going to just say uh, no hablo inglés. All right, yeah. Is that, is that right? <laughs> Maybe okay. that should be your buzzer sound. <laughs> I, I think no, you'll I'm going to stick buzzer. I think you'll do fine. <laughs> I think you'll do fine. And you know what? We're going to give you the first choice, so you can you can pick the first the first topic. Okay. And uh, money. I'm going to go for vintage cartoons for a hundred. Vintage cartoons for a hundred. Who were the trio of gals that Captain Caveman hung out with? What were they called? No, I don't remember. Oh, it's too long ago. We're off to a great start. <laughs> we could just edit this one out, can't we? No, because I know we, we wouldn't have it. But um, and Damn. I'm sure everybody will want to know. That was Teen Angels. Right. Captain no. Caveman and the Teen Angels. The only thing I remember about Captain Caveman was Captain Caveman. Ah. All right. Tom, you get to choose again. Oh. Okay. Vintage cards for two hundred. <laughs> um, yeah, I really need to to up my game there. Um, I'm going for AFB the podcast for a hundred. Okay, AFB podcast for a hundred. What host changed their forum name due to the podcast? Uh, that would be Scott. Ding 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 ding. Oh. Oh. I'm gonna oh. Gi- I'm gonna give it to Tom because. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Sorry, sorry, I forgot. Buzzer. <laughs> it's Jeopardy. You do it in reverse, right? Yeah. <laughs> yep, it, it is Scott. He used to be named Andy, but because Andy was on the show, it was creating confusion because nobody knew who was who. I think it took us about 73 episodes to get it right. Yeah. And I just gave... Okay, I got the question right and I fucked up the game. Uh, okay. <laughs> but you're up by $100, so... You get to choose again. Okay, I, I want to redeem myself, so I'm going to go with Vintage Cartoon for 200. Okay, Vintage Cartoons for 200. What was the name of the bad guy in Battle of the Planets? Like uh, the um, Mastermind? No, no, they ding, 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 ding. Okay. Okay. Could have a, but was it uh, Zardok? It is no. not Zardok. Wow. <sighs> <sighs> Tom, do you have a guess? Uh, oh, Battle of the Planets is G-Force. Um, sorry, I um, I was thinking about uh, Jason the Wheel Warriors. Um, let me think. Uh, do you have time here? Yeah. Um, what was the name of the back end of Wasn't like Zoltar, right? No, that's actually it is Zoltar. It is. Yeah. Damn. Yay. Good, good job. You've <laughs> redeemed you. you um, yourself on vintage cartoons. Uh, I, sorry, I actually um, uh, thought for for a thing a moment that it wasn't another show because uh, it was called G Force yeah. in, in Argentina, and it was called that in different places here, I think, as well. So. Okay. Well, okay. Pick pick another topic, huh? Um, 
I'm going to go for grab bag for 100. Grab bag for 100. I promise to remember the, the buzzer thing. Okay. <laughs> what two bounty hunters had their names swapped in the vintage line of Star Wars figures in confused generations of kids? Anybody? I can't, I can't believe I don't know this. You guys give up? I, I, I think I know one of them, but I can't remember the other one. Okay. I, I'll let you guys off on this one. It was Forlom and Zuckus. Yeah, okay. I wouldn't yeah. have got that. If, if you remember, Forlom is the robot-looking one now and has the number in its name, which was always confusing because Zuckus is the one with the IG, little... Is IG-88? No, no, no. No, there was another, looked more like C3PO with a bug head. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so. Still okay. confused. Tom? You get to Me again? Yeah. Okay, let's see if we can do better uh, with AFB the podcast for 200. Alright, AFB the podcast for 200. Where did we go here? Okay, AFB Pod 200. What was the topic of Ben's one installment of Amazing Toy Facts? Oh, this is really old. <laughs> wow, I... No. Amazing Toy Facts. Oh, God, this is going to be like in one of the first... 20 episodes or something. No, it was after that because I was on it, and I know I wasn't in the first 20, so. I'm just going to... Do we get minus points for getting wrong? Yeah. I'm not going to guess then. Tom, do you... No, I give up. No, I don't give up. What would your guess have been? Turtles, maybe. No. He actually talked about the the rocket-firing Boba Fett that was the original mail-away for Star Wars. Right. And why it came out as a non-rocket firing version. With the rocket glue. Yeah. I remember the conversation. Glue. Yeah. I, yeah. I remember that. You, you, when you say amazing toy facts, did we actually do that as a segment? Yeah, we did it as a segment. And, um, I've been kind of pushing Ben to bring it back because he did a really good job with that one. So <laughs> that's why I put it here just because, uh, you know, I really wanted to push Ben to do that. So if you're listening, Ben. We want more amazing toy facts. Do it. <laughs> okay. I'm going real well here. Yeah, do you, do you want a score update? <laughs> well, I, I assume I've got minus 200. Yep. And, and, and Tom, Tom has positive something. Yeah, he has positive 300. Fuck. So, uh, Tom, you're, you're on top. You get to ask, uh, you get to pick another one. Okay, I'm going to go with grab bag for 200. Grab bag for 200. What Mego superhero, bad guy, shared a head with the Star Trek Gorn? Do we get a clue as to which company the superhero was on? Uh, they were both Mego figures. Yeah, yeah, but the... Oh, uh, okay, I'll tell you it's Marvel. Okay. Uh, buzzer. Uh, okay. Was it the lizard? It was the lizard. Yes. They basically took a lizard head and put it on a body with a Klingon outfit, and they called it the Gorn. Wow, did that character not exist before that? 
No, the Gorn existed, and it doesn't look anything like that because it's the one, it's the lizard-looking thing in uh, the episode where Kirk's on the planet and he makes the cannon out of a piece of bamboo and fires rocks <laughs> at it. <laughs> well, all right. Well, I don't know if I can redeem myself from here. Tom, ask something. You know, pick a category that I can get. Um, okay, name the blocks for a for a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> Name the blocks for a hundred. Wait a minute, I gotta do that. that. Was okay. We took out the grab bag one. All right. I find the question. Monster fighters. Ding ding ding. Okay. Lego. It is Lego. You got on. You're now at minus a hundred, and Tom's <laughs> at six hundred. So keep building because anything can happen. Oh, okay. Let's go AFB the podcast for 300. Okay. We will test your knowledge with this one. In a normal episode, not including the what's played during Name That and immediately following, how many toy commercials are there? Um, ding, ding, ding. Okay. Seven. Ooh. No. There are not seven. Buzzer. Okay. Um, is it five? It's not five because I said include, not including the ones played after name that. It's actually four. Ah. Yeah. Because lately what I've been doing is I've been playing the commercial from name that as part of name that, so. Oh. Mm. Good one. I, I won't take any money off for either of those, so we'll just. <laughs> <work that. laughs> but it's yeah, just you know, easy for Bunny. You, you gotta get thinking, um, I, that one made me think. I actually had to count it like two or three times to make sure, but, uh, yeah, it's only four. Seems like there's a lot more. Hmm. Okay. Eli. Right. Um, grab bag for 300. Okay. This is a comic question. In the comic Strike Force Moratory, how long did the heroes have to live? One month. Ding, ding, ding. One month. It is not a month. God. Um, um, do, you, do you have a guess or do you I, want to not I'm guess? going to guess um, a year. A year is correct. <laughs> Come on. Dumb luck. <laughs> I, I think he set you up. Yeah. Because he, he kind of came on and said, uh, oh, I don't know if I'm going to get any of these. Yeah, you shark. Is that what you call it there when somebody... Do, yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. Cool shark or card yeah. shark. All right. Well, no, actually, I I don't know the comic book. I just went for uh, a round number. I actually um, read about it, you know, like two months ago, because I I'd, I had a couple of issues when it came out, but I'd forgotten about it, and I read up about it, and as soon as I said it was a month, I knew that it wasn't the right. right answer. It wasn't right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're, anyway, we got three questions left. So, uh, Tom, go ahead and pick okay, one. Okay. Well, let's go with vintage cartoons for hundred. Right. Vintage cartoons. What was the name of Godzilla's nephew in the animated series from the eight? Buzzer. Yes? Godzuki. There you go. God. Oh, dear. You're just being polite, aren't you, Eli? Yeah, I had no idea. I had no idea. Tom had an idea either. Anyway. I think Tom's actually doing better than anybody. <laughs> That's the only, the only question so far I, I knew right away. <laughs> I don't it's think the only one you actually knew. I've done this well before. 
Well, we got two name the blocks left, so Tom, pick one. Yeah. Name the blocks for 200. Okay, 200. G.I. Joe. <laughs> Buzzard. Yes. Is it Creo? It is Creo. You are exactly right. They are the in-stores now, so uh, good job. I, I, I remember you talking about it. <laughs> See? And yeah. that you ate it wasn't Lego. Yep, there there we go. Um, okay, so name the blocks for 300. Name the blocks for 300. I'm feeling lucky. Okay, you gotta get this one. <laughs> World of Warcraft. I have no idea. I'll just say ding, ding, ding and just say Creo, because I'm gonna lose anyway. Uh, no, it isn't Creo. No. It's actually Mega Blocks. That's the one. <sighs> yep, so, um, <laughs> final score. Because I'm not going to even include the last one. Uh, Eli, you're at negative 100, and Tom, you're at 1300. So, uh, wow. congratulations, Whoa. Tom. Yeah, oh. Congratulations, Tom. You did awesome. Now, normally at this you point. Let me win, huh? <laughs> yeah, we, we talked ahead of time, and we said, well, you we should, <laughs> Tom. Well. <laughs> at this point, we would normally have a question where you would get the diff- you know, bet up to the whole amount that you have. And that question was going to be, we'll just throw it out there for you guys and see who would know it. Um, what is the name of the thing, you know, the Fantastic Four was going to be the category. What was the name of the thing's girlfriend? Uh, Alicia Masters. Yep, that's it. You would have got it. Yeah, I would have got that. Well, congratulations, Tom's a reigning champion. We'll have to have him back for our tournament of champions at some point. <laughs> yeah, so. beginner's luck's not going to help me there. Oh, you did pretty good. You got Godzuki. Can't get wrong with that. Yeah, yeah, you won. You won fair and square. Yeah, yeah I think it, 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 if the category was uh, annoying psychics in in cartoons, I I would have rocked. <laughs> <laughs> what a beat! <laughs> well, you did great. So. uh Congratulations, and uh, we will add you to the Hall Thank of you. Champions. Well, that pretty much <laughs> that pretty much wraps up uh, this installment of the AFB Challenge. And uh, keep listening, because sometime soon you may hear it again. Well done, Joe. Awesome. This new Wheel of Fortune game comes with everything except me. I'll buy a valve. I. You got three eyes. He's got twenty 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 vision. That's all. <laughs> the best things in life are free. Tell that to the IRS. <laughs> Personally, my response to favorite game would have to be. What is Jeopardy? Whoa, Daily Double. Up at the farm. Okay, a slip-on shoe. What is a loafer? Exhibit A. (laughs) All new Home Jeopardy. And a new Wheel of Fortune game. If they were any more fun, we'd be out of work. Bite your tongue. Well, before we finish off, we have some feedback from our listeners to share. If you'd like to hear your questions, comments, or suggestions on future episodes, email us at podcast at actionfigureblues.com, and you may just hear it read out. John, you've got the first piece of feedback tonight, so over to you. Yep, and it comes from the previously mentioned Eddie3429. He says, uh, nice, this is in regards to the um, the episode with, uh can't remember what the topic on that one was, uh, true to source. Uh, he says, <laughs> I think AIM is taking over AFB, first the topic of henchmen, then army builders, and now he just gets his own little spotlight, so... Uh, and he thinks that AIM is taking us over, and they may be. It's it's taken a little bit of work, but I, I think mm. they are they are moving that way. So, <laughs> Eddie, Eddie must be an AIM fan. And possibly. Well, AIM is basically engineers, right? So, uh, hmm. true. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> um, 
I also have a little uh, shout out of thanks to my friend uh, Cordicon on online. Uh, he actually pinned the post in the Figplaw group um, on Facebook that he he has formed, and uh, he pinned the the podcast to the top of it. So I wanted to say thank you for doing that because it really helps. And uh, thanks for listening and all the all the nice thoughts that you send our way. Hmm. So cool. I've got some feedback from Andy Bentley. And he says, um, gents, I know AFB Blues, uh, AF Blues, AFB Blues, AF Blues, too many Bs, has a real blind spot for Transformers. Um, but there's a distinct difference between knockoffs and third-party toys. Uh, we were talking about the, what was that, John, the... Um, the Psykill. The Psykill, yep. yep. And, uh, yeah, I had a distinct lack of knowledge there myself. He said... Uh, Knockoffs, KOs, knockoffs utilize the original mold of the figure, usually use cheaper plastic and are often missing details. Uh, Third-party Transformers are a thriving market which fills in the gaps in Hasbro's multiple lines representing modern takes on the classic characters. The sculpts are new and the name and faction symbols are absent. In fact, I actually wrote an article on the subject. Um, in regards to... So that's actually kind of interesting... I am, and I guess we're talking about the turtles that I've got on order from eBay as well. Um, That would be a knockoff rather rather than a third party. Well, I think when I introduced that, I actually said it was third party, and Scott said it was a knockoff. That's right. But I think the uh, the, the report of where it came from referred to it as third party, didn't they? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, And Andy also has a question for Engineer Nerd. That's you, John. Yeah, yeah. What is your reaction to the news that G- the G.I. Joe design team has been disbanded and Hasbro will not attend JoeCon, despite this being the 50th anniversary of the line? And what would be your your advice for resuscitating the property? Um, well, you know, I, I went to JoeCon last year here in the great state of Indiana, and uh, they may have been there, but they weren't really there, if that makes any sense. Um, their display was rather a little small and uh you know with the design team being disbanded yeah i i kind of knew about that last year as well because uh a lot of those people are the people that are working for boss fight studios now so uh kind of knew that and and that makes me happy because you know they have freedom to kind of do their own stuff now and you know we're seeing more and more stuff from them uh with their medusa and uh grecian warrior coming out looks like you know more and more coming forward on that so they're yeah, kind of free, really great. yeah they're kind of free to do their own thing um which i like uh but as for you know hasbro not supporting gi joe in its 50th anniversary year that's just shameful they, they ought to be really ashamed for that because you know the whole action figure idea is based on gi joe really um and I, i'm sure it would have came along but you know, they, they ought to be playing that up. Uh, they, like, they have no 12-inch Joes coming out, I don't think, this year, if I remember right, from Toy Fair. And you'd think they'd have something, something special. Hey, this is uh, a special collector's edition of the original or something. Uh, a lot of missed opportunity there. Um, I think they need to bring back uh, the adventure team idea. You know, instead of if they don't want to go army, go, go adventuring soldiers, you know. Uh, but... You know, looking for lost satellites or fighting sea monsters and submarines. 
there's there's plenty of things they could do out there and and they're action oriented you know things that boys would love yeah um bring bucking humanoids no <laughs> <laughs> yes um now see I completely lost my train of thought sorry uh, that's okay that's okay but yeah I, I think they should bring back something like adventure team um I also think it's kind of sad because you know I, I've said this before there's there's a lot of soldiers out there in the world um you know we have some on our forum even uh a calfball is who I was thinking of uh that are out there serving their country and whether or not you agree with the politics of what what these soldiers are doing um I know here in the states uh there's a lot of support for the soldiers themselves and a lot of people's families are touched by that and I, I think a lot more kids can relate to that side of it you know okay here's an action figure of a guy that's an army guy and my uncle's in the army or my brother or you know my my brother's in the navy on a ship, or my sister, and uh, I, I think a lot of kids could relate to that today in, in ways that maybe they couldn't because I think it's a lot more prevalent in our culture. But um, you know, they they I think they worry too much about the politics of it. Um, I think there's plenty of things that soldiers do out there that that could be brought in that uh, you know, you know, relief support disaster. You know, you could do a disaster uh, response team or something. Uh, but that's just my ideas. Yeah, I think the the adding uh, like uh, more of a fantasy uh, uh, vibe to it could be could be good. Um, I, I always myself like uh, something that had like you said battling sea monsters, and that actually um, appeals to me more than just soldiers. But that's just me. Yeah. I agree. I, I, there's not enough sea monsters in the action figure world. <laughs> Unless you count uh, Pacific Rim as sea monsters. And uh, good still. I never thought of them that way. You've made my day now. <laughs> well, that was um, some pretty epic feedback and response there, John. No, I'm sorry. I kind of rambled. No, it was good. Uh, thanks, thanks for the yeah. question, though. Appreciate that, yeah, Andy. That's, it is a good, that's one. a good question. Well, I reckon that's uh, that's us for this episode, guys. How do you feel about that? Yeah. Well, I want to say thank you to Tom for for coming in and enjoying yes. us today because it's been fun. I always enjoy listening to you. You got that, oh, that, thanks. that, that for that crazy sexy accent. Yeah, you got that Antonio Banderas thing going. Yeah, you know, actually, back when I was doing stand-up, I I actually did a whole show impersonating Antonio Banderas, and um, the critic said, if you close your eyes, you actually think you're hearing a really bad impersonation of Antonio Banderas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's awesome. That is awesome. That's the type of feedback you just, you just, you know, that's your bread and butter right there, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Is there a video of that? I, I'd watch that. Uh, maybe. <laughs> it, it's in Spanish, though, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Oh, never mind. Um. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Um, thanks again, and um, good night, Argentina. Good night. It's Actually, it's morning, good morning. It? Yeah. All right. Yeah. You can say good night, Australia. Good night, Australia. Good morning, Indiana. Good morning. <laughs> All right, guys. Catch you next time. Bye. 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 Have your Adam Spader neuter.
Oof. Adam will be happy, by the way. His football team uh, won against the um, the arch rivals today. That's why he wasn't joining us on this episode. He's probably in a celebratory mood. Ah. Uh, well, congrats, Adam. <laughs>